I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. We are back with episode four of Battleground T20. Today we will be talking about the match between Rajasthan Royals and Chennai Super Kings. Rajasthan Royals opened their campaign against an old rival, two teams who played in the final of the first ever IPL. Uh, Rajasthan Royals haven't really gone on to do anything remarkable after that first season, but CSK have gone on to dominate the competition. We'll talk about that, but before that, we will review the match which took place yesterday between RCB and SRH. King Kohli's army is off to a winning start and there are a few problems for the otherwise uh, balanced Sunrisers Hyderabad team. Joining me to take the conversation forward is my colleague Rasesh Mandani. Rasesh, welcome. Episode 4 now, we are warming up now pretty much. We are into IPL and uh, uh, Rajasthan Royals start their campaign today. KKR will be the only team left uh, to have not played their first match after today. But let's start off by talking about uh, the match between RCB and SRH in Dubai. King Kohli's army off to a good start. Uh, Devi Dutt Parikal. I mean, a, a lot of people were, were looking out for this, this player. 540 runs in Sayyid Mushtaq Ali. Scored runs in almost every format in his uh, debut season in first-class cricket. This man was confidence personified yesterday. Yes, terrific, uh, Anab. You're right. Uh, Devdar Palikal, in fact, interestingly, is not, uh, not not everyone would have known about it because not everyone follows domestic cricket. So he missed out on that under-19 World Cup because I think he was a little over 19 and a half. Over and, yes. you know, when, yes. when that's so when you don't make it. So they don't make the cut and the likes of a Priyam Garg and a Bishna and all of them made it despite the fact that they were a week over around about 19. So, you know, that's why. But he's played a couple of seasons for Karnataka and he's played uh, really well, uh, you know, in, in in all formats actually. And uh, someone who's got a very stable base and 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 then the, the key is basically to handle the pressure. I mean, uh, when you, you're batting alongside opening with the Australian captain and you've got the Indian captain coming in next. Then there's an AB Devillers to follow. Sometimes the occasion can get to you, but uh, Padikal didn't show any of those nerves and uh, he sort of gave you a feeling that he belongs. So this would have been a, a, a very, uh, in a big tick mark uh, besides for the RCB think tank because they would have been keen to get a good opening partnership going. They had to go in with the Parthiv Patel all the time, the old war horse, but uh, Parthiv had his limitations. The young, exciting, uh, you know, free-flowing batsman. Now that gives them uh, a little bit more to work with, particularly the middle order will now feel a little easy with Parikal and Finch getting those runs. Right. Talks a lot about, uh, Talks a lot also about the kind of approach that RCB has have this season. Perhaps they have put in their faith in a youngster and, and uh, the way this ba- batsman played yesterday shows what kind of a message which must have been given to him that you go out there, express yourself, don't worry about the results, we will back you. And, and he showed it. I mean, perhaps too early to compare, but then there were signs of a young Yuvraj Singh when he played those flicks on the leg side. Yes, and also when he sort of hit those lofted uh, strokes, uh, standing back, uh, even you know when he was going across the offside as well. Yes, that can sometimes happen as a tall left-hander. 
instead of uh, standing back and hitting those uh, you know hits the uh, clean hits so over the circle as we spoke a little bit about that when shivan dubey got going as well but obviously we we understand that yuvraj was in another league but uh, the good thing is the padikal showed didn't show any nerves you know because it's yeah. just a quick comparison with priyam garg is also a young player is the captain of the indian under 19 team they did so well in the world cup but in uh, in priyam garg someone who's got a double 100 in ranji trophy despite the right. fact yesterday he didn't quite look the part so the thing is probably the occasion got to him and this is something that padikal was able to overcome so that's uh, that's why it was a creditable performance Absolutely. Moving on now to the other half century from the RCB innings. The man said that he was surprised. The commentators weren't, but he said that he was surprised with the fact that he came in and scored a fifty. AB de Villiers took his time initially, but then got going. Uh, the, these guys, I mean, you know, muscle memory or whatever. I mean, they just keep turning the clock back. Yes, he was. He was being. He was lying from his teeth. I mean, you know, AB de Villiers. He he has that ability, and he knows it. And uh, you know that's why. And in fact, he spoke about that little bit. That uh, that strange tournament that they played in South Africa, uh, where you know there were three teams competing against each other. But at least it got him into the. It got his competitive juices flowing. So in that sense, he was perhaps a little bit better prepared than the Indian batsman. And uh, and uh, yes, I mean those end overs were always going to be the key. And we are always speaking about how SRH's bowling is probably superior than RCB's. At least yesterday, some of the RCB bowlers came to the party. uh and right. and and that's why you know it made a difference uh, that chehel over that over by navdeep saini towards the end so in fact the score line would not suggest 10 runs is a fair a margin of defeat but i think srs were in with a chance till rashid khan got into that collision and then saini took advantage dismissed uh, him and then dismissed puvi and closed the match out also that terrific over by chehel to sort of outshine rashid khan was a creditable performance from him as well Right. Perhaps once again, uh, uh, what we are seeing is that a, a set batsman really needs to go on and complete the job. Mayank could not do it for KXIP. Almost took them home. And yesterday we saw Johnny Besto single-handedly almost taking the team to victory. And then suddenly one uh, one bad shot against Chahal, and and that's what triggered the collapse after that. So a batsman who comes in and and perhaps is set needs to go on till the end, whether you're batting first or second, if you want. a pass score or if you want to chase down a total yes and it also tells you a little bit about the wickets that uh, you know that are being played out at in uae as well you know this isn't uh, our, this isn't bangalore so in that sense you know the bowlers are always in with a chance so that's why all the more responsibility for the batsman who is in to take it through and bairstow knew it particularly because their middle order was always going to be a little dodgy with the inexperience and and i was a little surprised with their choice of uh, you know batsman as well in the middle order there were some other options available uh you know again lesser known faces but the likes of virat singh and abdul samad would probably have been better choices than going into the priyan garg but this is probably a selection that is based upon how who's going well in the nets because form is that big factor we really don't know how they're doing after that lockdown but it didn't work out last time and they will have to reassess things for me uh, you know they will have to try and uh, find a way through which they can will- get williamson in williamson. and this with mitch marsh's injury probably it makes it a little easier now because marsh is i i don't think is going to be available for a few games if not the entire ipl Right, top three will be set uh, then, and uh, Manish Pandey perhaps then can drop down a little bit and provide that solid solidity that they need in the middle order. Perhaps can bat four or five uh, to to be able to close down matches or perhaps come in and start hitting Im- immediately. So middle order definitely a, a concern for uh, SRH. Let's go to the bowling. Uh, Chahal, of course, was brilliant. Uh, picked up three wickets. Best uh, bowling performance by an RCB bowler against SRH in IPL history. Let's talk a little bit about Navdeep Saini. I mean, I think the occasion was getting a little b- uh, better of him initially. He bowled that uh, that that short ball that was a wide, went for a boundary, and that, but then completely uh, uh, changed his track. Had a conversation with Kohli, 
came back, got that wicket of Bhuvneshwar, and 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 started doing what he's known for for attacking the wickets. Yes, I mean Saini, he sort of clocking high one forties as well, you know, which is which is very encouraging as well. But Umesh does that often, but you know, he it's it's quite baffling how he is still not been able to figure out this format. Uh, year after year, uh, you know, he goes for all these runs. But Saini did that a lot better. And as we were speaking, speaking about it the other day, if he becomes a more complete T20 bowler, Saini, then that is going to take a lot of load off Virat Kohli because Stain has got all that experience, that big match temperament. But he's, I don't know if he's, he's just the perfect choice for T20 cricket. So Saini will have to probably bear more of the workload. They also got an option in someone like a Khalil who might come in at some stage with his variety with a left arm pace. Right. All right then, Virat Kohli's team is off to a winning start and we'll see whether Steve Smith's team can actually get off to a winning start in uh, the, the preview of, uh, of the match which will be played today. We go into our first segment, we're calling it The Battle, where we'll talk about Rajasthan Royals versus Chennai Super Kings, 14-7 in favour of CSK. Apart from winning that, uh, that first final, Rajasthan Royals really haven't really been a patch on CSK over the years. Uh, in in IPL, do you see them, uh, you know, uh, making any impact today? Yes, I mean, uh, you know, they got off to a winning start, so you know that is one advantage. Uh, and and yes, RR will be there. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So, so I think it's still advantage CSK because uh, Rajasthan Royals. The thing is, there it's been an interesting uh, squad that they've put together where they rely rely so heavily on their four overseas stars: the Josh Butler, Jofra Archer, Steve Smith. And uh, and who's the other star Stokes. that they have? So Stokes. the fourth Stokes. So and then Stokes, Stokes. and, and Butler are, are not there. playing today. Right. Yeah. So you know that's the thing. So how do they cover up for them? That is the more difficult task. They will then obviously have to rely upon the all the Indian stars who to to come together. Jaiswal and Samson will do all right because they're confident young men. But uh, then there is a little bit of inexperience again in the middle order, which is something that they'll have to, uh, you know, take care of. I would probably go in with Robin Gupta a little down the order, just because he's got the experience and he's got the hitting abilities. And so for a change, if you can probably uh, push him down to number six, we'll wait and see if they will go for that sort of a move. But if you do that, then obviously you open with Samson and Jaiswal and then bring in Smith at three. So that's an option. We'll see if they actually go with that. But uh, so that's the thing, whether they can cover up for the two key players who are missing in this match is going to uh, be a very decisive factor because CSK is a well-oiled unit and now they've got a win under their belt. My problem with uh, RR is uh, something else. My problem is that apart from Shreyas Gopal, they don't really have a great spin option. Krishnapa Gautam used to be there with them, but he's not there anymore. So, so apart from Shreyas Gopal, who, whom can they turn to when the, when the wickets get slow? And, and uh, not just for this match, but, but overall in the tournament. When the wicket gets slower and and they need that that spinner that good spin attack to to perhaps uh, be able to attack the other teams, how will they approach? Uh, is is the question that I have in my mind uh, as far as RR is concerned? Yeah, that's a fair question. That's a fair question because uh, you know they it, it almost appears that of they pick up their teams or they load them with a lot of Australians and Englishmen because the, one of the owners is English and the mentor is Australian and and they are, don't always turn out to be conditions for Indian for Indian pitches and now right. they're going to UAE suddenly you're expecting slower wickets and certainly they, we haven't quite seen the the wickets grip as much but they they are expected to as the tournament progresses so that's certainly a area which they need to address and Shreyas Gopal will have to probably up his game and uh, he's obviously the key spinner the key leg spinner is now a little bit fairly experienced so you know he will have to do the job right we'll talk about the personnel then in our uh, next segment the trump card of the match uh, Rasesh, you are going in with the man who didn't really fire in the first match. Known to be a slow starter, but what is the rationale behind picking up Watson for this match? 
XRR yes, that's why you expect him to do well uh, also because it is the first match in Sharjah and uh, we are going by uh, what we are given to understand that Sharjah is a, is a more batting friendly wicket than Abu Dhabi and uh, and Dubai so the top order will always be in business and I expect I, I don't know, I get a feeling that uh, you know Watson will score runs today you know despite the fact that the age and all that if Faf and Raidu could Watson at some stage will and uh, you know when, when law of averages I expect him to come together and if he goes well obviously that provides just the ideal start that CSK need. Uh, I would have been uh, you know tempted to pick a Yashasvi Jaisal and a Samson as well but we'll talk about them in the other segment because they're young bowlers and you'll probably go in with a more experienced campaigner bank on him to do well and come together and perform. Right. One thing common between both our choices for the trump card, both are ex-Royals players. I have picked Ravindra Jadeja because Ravindra Jadeja has his best... You're a big fan of Jadeja. Big, big fan because 16 wickets against RR over the years. Uh, best average, best strike rate that he has against any team that is RR. So he's really repaid. He's really repaid his old team, the team which actually helped him come into the radar for the Indian team and overall had a controversial uh, transfer from RR as a result of which he missed out on the 2010 season. Uh, but he really ups his game against his team. And in the first match also, it was Ravindra Jadeja after bowling that expensive over, came back, picked up wickets and actually brought CSK back into the match. So uh, I think Jadeja also with his fielding skills and batting down the order will be a crucial factor in this match. Yes, one of the reasons he probably goes under the radar a little bit because he doesn't pick up those uh, you know four or five wicket hauls. We occasionally get that, but Jadija will you'll find more two three wicket hauls and very effective ones. But he does his job, you know, that's the key in T20 cricket, and he, he works loves working under MS Dhoni. He's the man who sort of made him into the India cricketer that he is. That's where he started off his his cricket. So he's the most comfortable there. And uh, the, the, the other reason why Jadija doesn't pick up as many wickets, but he does is because he's got a lot of other quality spinners around him. So, you know, that the wickets are spread out that way. But uh, yes, Jadija is a key I, factor. Yeah. I have a point to make on this also. I, I, I've come with the Jadija banner to Sir Jadija banner today. He's got two four fours, and both the two four fours are against Rajasthan Royals. But those were four years back. I was looking at his figures for the past four years. He hasn't had a four wicket also. I'm not disputing his uh, utility at all. Sure. Alright then, the batsman to watch out for, as uh, Rasesh was uh, talking about, we'll talk about two youngsters in this segment, the batsman to watch out for. And uh, those two youngsters are, one of them of course has played in the IPL for a long time, Sanju Samson. More than 2,000 runs, uh, has been part of, has been an integral part of the Rajasthan Royals team for a while now, played for Delhi Daredevils before this. Uh, a lot going on for him as well, Rasesh, with Dhoni retired now, out of the picture. You've got KL Rahul, you've got Rishabh Pant, but... Hello, Sanjay, Sanju Samson is somebody who's been around for a while and he's somebody whom the Indian team has actually tried, not for long, has got that one-odd opportunity here and there, hasn't fired, but he too has uh, has some skill in the business here. Oh, I mean, he's got serious hitting ability and, you know, that's what, uh, you know, gets one excited about this format. You know, this is where form, one format where, uh, and if you can win the opening power play, you've done your job and Samson can certainly do that. You know, Vaughan, Vaughan, Shane Vaughan's a big fan of him. And, uh, you know, that's also some, somehow I thought I put, bit, put a little bit more pressure on him because every year Shane Vaughan keeps talking of him as this big India cricketer. Uh, he's had the odd opportunity and hasn't quite clicked, but he generally does well for RR. So, and, you know, the good thing is, I mean, there are two young, exciting prospects, both Jaiswal and, and Samson. I think you believe you invested in Jaiswal, you picked up Jaiswal and, and both of them working together. If they click, then they could be the big talking point of this IPL as well. Two young Indian batsmen doing well together. So, you know, that's something to look forward to. Samsung put a big following in Kerala. So, the whole of Kerala will be watching today uh, when, when they face off. And it's not to, in fact, there are a lot of uh, Keralites in UAE as well. Unfortunately, they can't get inside the stadium. 
a lot of people will be queued up to the tv screens to see samson perform right i want to pick your brains about yashasvi jaiswal quite a story selling pani puris at one point of time and then like you know coming from that that humble background and then becoming this big star what is the what is the talk about him in the mumbai circles how how excited are the pundits in the mumbai circle about this young talent he's already left his mark in domestic cricket performed well for india in the 19 world cup what is the talk in mumbai about him ah people are very excited uh, you know and, and in that under 19 world cup performance obviously sort of he was able to uh, you know reinforce his uh, that he's got abilities that was against people of his age now this is obviously going up a notch uh, so you know it will be interesting how he delivers a couple of stories like you know this panipuri story sort of gone on for long and but he would tell us often uh, you know we got uh, keep meeting him often on being in mumbai and he say aisa nahi tha ki main sirf panipuri bechta tha <laughs> so he's been sort of labeled as this panipuri boy but uh, he's he's come through the hard way he said he's, there were days when he would probably wait for those matches at azad maidan and and be that ball boy and uh, being that ball boy in those 15 16 matches that happened in the maidans would also fetch him some money and he would be able to take care of a few days uh, earnings so he's is come through the hard way uh, but uh, you know obviously a great uh, great hitter of the ball and uh, there's other story as well uh, quickly there was in the mumbai ranji team there was this belief that he's more of a odi player because he would be more of a stroke player he wouldn't uh, take as many risks and when that uh, word got to him that he was going to be not played for the mustakali trophy uh, that's when uh, you know he started working on it and eventually he got an opportunity to score that uh, brilliant uh, uh, you know almost uh, was it a double hundred i can't recall but it was a knock in which he was a 20 over match in which he right. smashed all the you know the bowling uh, apart so yeah, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. so someone who's got a truckload of runs at that level now it's a matter of being able to take his game you know take that game forward in ipl cricket and and what an occasion playing against a team like csk especially with ms dhoni behind him uh, uh, keeping and obviously all the best bowlers coming and coming on at him so quite a test for young yashasvi jaiswal but uh, we hope uh, that just like devdat patikal he can also come out with flying colors and perhaps give more hope to indian cricket in the future moving on now to the bowler to watch out for we have spoken about the csk players so that's why we are concentrating more on the rajasthan royals players because obviously they are playing their first match so let's talk about jofra archer hasn't really lit up the ipl so far expected a lot from him but uh, he will have to share the burden jaydev unadkar really hasn't fired for rajasthan royals i don't know what is the fixation that they have with unadkar in this format but uh, but archer will have to do the heavy lifting as far as bowling is concerned for the royals but unadkar's got some wickets uh, you know before the lockdown so he had a terrific season for saurashtra as well in and Ranji, he's got yeah, that uh, and he's got a variety in t20 cricket and because rr has got positive resources so then unadkar becomes a key bowler for them as well but i mean archer will have to do the heavy lifting that is the, that no doubt about it uh, he's sort of he's such a misleading bowler he sort of ambles into the crease slightly faster than mohinder ramanath paras but when when he actually yeah. you know delivers the ball uh, you know it comes out uh, so quick faster than donald paras in the mid, yeah. in mid 140s and uh, yeah. his bouncer is so misleading and and he actually made his name for himself even before, before he became eligible for england uh, playing yeah. in big bash and all those t20 leagues so he's got right. that t20 ability variety of slower balls and all of that so yeah key bowler for rr and an exciting battle when he faces up against the likes of a watson and a doni perhaps indeed we'll we'll wait uh, to see how that match goes big clash of the match and it will be between ravindra jadeja and steve smith ravindra jadeja is my man for the day i am uh, putting all my money on him five times he's dismissed steve smith in in the ipl and when steve smith faces jadeja his strike rate which is generally around the 120s comes down to 
under 90 now that's serious sign of somebody who's not been able to figure out this bowler yeah very interesting and in fact i think it's more than five if you look at, uh, if you add the india the international record right. as international well. so it's strange how yeah so it's strange how much uh, of an issue smith has had against jadeja in fact uh, he said one if i of what i recall he's just one of those bowlers who who has that art of keep pitching the ball in the same spot all the time almost like a bowling machine and that's that's Jadeja's trick. So, he's, he's not someone who sort of spins the ball both ways, etc. He's got the straighter one and then the, the one that traditionally it spins. But he sort of he varies his pace and he's sort of so good with this format. that He's got this whole art of uh, strangulating a batsman and then sort of uh, working out his way to wickets. And that's certainly Smith is someone who's had problems and issues with him. And so, with that sort of track record, it always uh, becomes an exciting uh, battle to look forward to because the batsman has got that thing working in his mind perhaps. No matter how good you are, if a bowler's got you out multiple times, then you know you know that you know you've got to be extra careful. Right. I I remember writing an article once. What is the what is the similarity between Jadeja Smith and William Shakespeare? We'll go into it some other day. So the, both people wanted to be some something else, but ended up being something else. Like Smith wanted to be a leg spinner, became a great batsman. Jadeja wanted to be a great all rounder. No, perhaps is known as one of the best spinners today that India has. And of course, uh, Shakespeare wanted to be a actor became one of the best playwrights of, of all time. So, anyway, we're going to that later. to be a great all-rounder. Who knows? Sanjay Manjrekar knows. Who knows? Sanjay knows and, and Jadija knows how to answer him back. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll find out what happens in the match today. Thank you very much to everybody who joined in here. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow to look forward to the match which comes up next. And of course, we'll talk about the CSK and RR match. We'll review that match. Rasesh, thank you very much, as usual, for joining us. And... Uh, uh, to everyone, uh, please follow us on uh, hindustantimes.com slash IPL. Read the newspaper. I hope you've created your sign-in on the e-paper by now. So, for all the information on IPL, Hindustan Times is the place where you'll get all the information. Thank you very much. This was a Hindustan Times production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.